Hey, hey, my magical friends. This is Annika with Witchful Ways, and today's another podcast episode. I've been MIA for just a little bit, and you know how sometimes life just gets in the way and you need to take that time back for yourself and rearrange and reevaluate, and that's what happened, and now we're back. As I always say, you guys know, I always say you have to take that self-care time. If you're feeling like things aren't in alignment or you're not in alignment with what it is that your vision is or what it is that you're trying to manifest well, then you've got to kind of tweak things and reevaluate, and that's what the month of June was for me. So today I want to talk about intuition. I want to talk about what it is and what happens when you don't feel like you're connected to your intuition and how do you get it back. So that's a lot of information to go over in our short 15 minute or less podcast episode times, right? So let's talk about it. So intuition, it's hard for some people that have always cultivated their intuition, were never broken away from their intuition to explain or or even to fathom somebody that doesn't have the ability to connect with their intuition or that has become disconnected from their intuition, I should say. Kind of like somebody that has a natural singing ability or a natural musical talent to, to think of their life in a way where they don't have that ability becomes difficult, right? So oftentimes you'll hear uh, teachers and, you know, spiritual people and stuff saying, well, you, you just have to trust it. You just have to trust yourself. You just have to trust that you're connected to your intuition. And that's hard because if you don't know what it is that you're trying to trust, then how are you supposed to trust it, right? So, Explaining what intuition is kind of like trying to explain what an emotion is to somebody that's never had emotion, okay? Um, First, let me kind of go back just a little bit and say everybody is born connected to your intuitive abilities, right? Like there's no disconnection for a young child of what they need and their actions to get what they need or or their, their reaction or response to feeling what they need. Those are instinctual, right? And that's part of intuition. Part of your intuition is your instinct. That fight or flight situations that you've been in, that's instinct also tied in with your intuition. There you have a gut feeling, right? So the best thing, the best way I can explain it is that gut feeling of knowing that um, somebody is not in the best intention for you, or that making a certain decision or choice is going to lead down a path that either you do or do not want, right? Um So that is trusting intuition. Maybe, you know, you have this idea on the ride home from work that you shouldn't take your normal way. You should go a different way. And you trust that. That's your intuition instead of just kind of like poo-pooing it away and going, and no, that's like crazy. It's, you know, saves me 10 minutes to go my normal way. And you go your normal way, realize that you're stuck for an hour and a half because there's an accident on the freeway or something. I don't know. But something like that. So again, going back to when you're a baby, when you're a young child, you respond to your emotions, right? Like you need something, you want something, you're emotionally, you know, become charged with something and you respond to it, such as temper tantrums, 
right? Like, or um, if you're get hurt, you instinctively cry and or scream, right? Whether that is hurt physically or whether that is hurt emotionally, either way. So that's part of your instinct. That's part of your intuition. They're both tied together. So that's the best way that I can explain intuition. It's a feeling that you feel just as you feel an emotion, Okay, it's it's there. We all have it. We're all born with it. Some of us become disconnected from it because we are told not to trust our instincts, not to trust our intuition. When Aunt Sally comes over for, you know, Christmas dinner and you don't really like Aunt Sally, she gives you kind of this creepy vibe, but your mom pushes you and says, oh, go, go give Aunt Sally a hug. And you do. That's overriding your intuition. There's a reason that you have this energetic repulsion, for lack of better terms, to Aunt Sally, but you have just overridden that intuitive response or feeling. And that's what happens throughout our building lifetime, right? So then you get to a point where you feel completely disconnected from your intuition. Like, I don't have it. It's just not there. And it is there. It's just that you have stomped it down, right? Just as there's no monsters in, you know, the closet. You don't have to worry about that, right? Like adults tell you that. So you begin to believe there's no monsters in the closet or under the bed. There's no fairies in the forest. There's, right, like you begin to override your own intuitive, natural instincts of what you know as a child. So how do you bring that back, right? Well, that can be a little bit more uh, time consuming, but it's already started, Once you recognize and acknowledge that you've lost connection with your intuition, your subconscious self, your higher self immediately goes, aha, and starts the process to reconnect you, to open your intuition back up to you. Okay, so a lot of us do things that are practicing for our intuition, such as meditation, which is amazing. Self-care, you got to do right. All those things to try and help you feel more spiritual. That doesn't protect particularly mean that it opens up your intuition. I'm going to tell you that what I tell the majority of the people in my membership and my students is that if you want to connect with your intuition, the first thing is to recognize that you lack in your intuitive connection. You don't lack intuition. It's there. You're just no longer connected to it. You're not consciously aware of what's going on in your intuitive body. Okay, so you need to to remove that damper that's been put on it through just life and living. Hindsight is 2020. We've always we've all heard it, right? Hindsight is 2020. So when you look back at a situation and you go, ah, I should have seen the signs. That's your intuition. So. The first thing is to recognize that you have a disconnect because then you begin to automatically work to reconnect it on a subconscious level. Then I want you to use the hindsight as 2020 and start to review past events in your life that you realize I should have saw that coming. I didn't see the signs. 
right? Because that was your intuition trying to tell you something. And as you begin to do that, and this is going to take time. It's not going to be like, oh, I can do this for a week. And all of a sudden, my intuition is full force and I, I'm completely connected again. It's going to take time. Because as you begin to view the past and you recognize those signs that were there that you didn't see as signs in the moment, then it starts to translate into looking for signs in the uh, the moment, in, in the moment that you are, right? Um, and that is, one, asking for the signs, and two, acknowledging and recognizing that they're signs and not just coincidences. And as you start, again, to review it from the hindsight perspective, and you begin to see how the signs appeared to you, you'll begin to understand how universe connects with you or how your intuition or your higher self, however you look at it, connects to you. And you begin then to see those signs in the here and now, in the moment, when you're in a situation, when you're making decisions, whatever it is, you can be open and aware that signs are all around you and you can perceive, acknowledge and receive them. Okay. So that is the kind of two-step that I feel makes opening up the intuition a little bit easier and not so pass-fail, right? It's not like, yes, it worked or no, it didn't, because you, you know, we all know that we've been in situations where we go, that blindsided me, but after a little bit of looking back at it, you go, yeah, I should have saw that coming and I just didn't right? We all have those moments. It's almost to a point of your intuition is going to always be talking to you. It's always talking to you, right? In those moments of high stress, like um, for lack of better terms, like, like those serious moments in life, right? Your intuition is always talking to you, but sometimes you just don't hear it. But here's the thing. It's going to continue to talk to you louder and louder, during those times. For example, if you're walking past a building and or a house and you see that one room is on fire and there's somebody that is sitting in another room that maybe has headphones on or they got music playing loud or something, you're going to walk up to that house and you're going to bang on the windows. You're going to yell. You're going to continue to do things that make yourself louder and louder until that person recognizes you, acknowledges you, gets your message and takes action on it. And that's what your intuition is going to do. So what you need to do is go back and look at how did my intuition speak to me in the past that I completely ignored? Because that's going to allow you to tune into with a little bit more finesse how your intuition connects with you on a day-to-day -day basis. Becoming aware of your intuition is only useful if you're willing to use that information and change how you're acting in your day-to-day -day life. Otherwise, I mean, what's the point of having intuition at all, really, right? So if you want to go deeper and get full access to your intuitive capabilities, you have to start listening to your intuition and you have to act upon what it's telling you. At that level, you're likely still getting almost entirely, um, what I want to say to be not in a bad way, but negative intuition. And that's okay. So it's telling you things that you have to steer clear of, right? Instead of bringing you to, th it's being corrective for you. 
rather than giving you the information in the beginning. Hopefully that makes sense. So when you come into a place and you go, yeah, this this dark alley probably isn't the best to walk down, right? And you go the other way, that is a negative intuition. That is your intuition bringing you something that's telling you to stay out, uh, to stay safe, to stay out of a negative situation. Okay. So when you want to get to that point, eventually you'll start getting small glimpses of positive intuition as well. But in order to foster your connection to your intuition, you have to prove to yourself that you're actually willing to make the changes based on what your intuitive abilities are telling you, the messages that are, that you're getting. And that is what people mean when they tell you to trust your intuition. You're trusting that what is telling you, what your intuition, what you're getting is telling you is accurate enough for you to act upon. And that solidifies universe, guides, law, whatever it, it is, again, that you bring it back to. That solidifies to them like, okay, they're listening, right? Like she or he has got it. Like we're able to guide now. Right. And then for the final phase of developing a connection with your intuition, responding to and acting on negative intuitive becomes second nature to you. And the instances of positive intuition begin to happen with more regularity. So positive intuition, again, is any kind of gut feeling or intuitive knowledge that is telling you that something is right for you. It can feel like a yes in your body. It can feel like being drawn towards a person or a situation. It can feel like coming home or suddenly getting a sense of comfort or rightness or like, yes, ah, this is home, right? This is the feeling when you meet someone and you know immediately that that person's going to be your best friend, right? That's the feeling. When you walk into the job interview and you just know that the job is perfect for you. Picking up a book at the bookstore because it just felt right and buying it only to find out that it contained the exact words that you needed at that particular time in your life. Those are all positive, intuitive messages that come through. So now you've got the balance, right? So when you begin to develop that ability to reach your intuition consciously then, so rather than waiting for it to tell you something, you'll be able to reach out to it with questions and get a read on a person or a situation. So you'll have strong enough connection in your intuition that you'll know exactly what it feels like and where in your mind and body that you need to put your attention to hear it and get the information that you need. And again, it's all going to happen naturally. It's just a natural extension of simply learning to notice when you've been ignoring your intuition. So that's why we got to look hindsight first. There's no crazy steps that you need to take. You don't need to go out of your way to do a bunch of exercises. You don't need to meditate for hours. You just need to learn to notice. I hope that helped. If you want to dive deeper into it, of course, if you want to work with me personally, go ahead and check out my Sister Circle membership. Otherwise, I do have a course as well called Discover Your Intuition that dives in even a little bit deeper. But this is the basics that I tell all students and or members to begin to open up to the intuition when you feel like you're completely disconnected and you're like, I just don't have it. Like, I, I don't understand why this stuff is happening to me. Why is my intuitive ability not telling me to avoid this? That's where you start. We will talk to you next week as we're back every week now with a new podcast episode. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.